Welcome back to another episode of Road to Abundance. So guys, today I have a special guest, uh, my girlfriend, Araceli. Hi. So let's do a podcast about relationship, how to attract your dream partner, what you should do, and what did we do to attract each other. And then let's talk about how to maintain a healthy relationship with no jealousy, and having your role. So as a woman in a relationship, she can talk. And as a man, I can say what I'm looking for in a relationship as a high value man. And as a high value woman, she can help to guide you. If you're looking for a high value man, how do you attract it? How do you serve him best? And I will guide you guys in order to serve best your woman and attract your dream partner. Beautiful. <laughs> So I think the first thing for relationship is to make a list, right? Right. So I think that one of the biggest things that people mess up on when they want to attract a partner is they just say, I want a partner and like, that's it. Like, or there is very few who actually go a little bit further and say, okay, well, I want a partner and I want him to have this characteristic or this characteristic, but they don't get specific. And that's why I truly believe that a lot of people don't actually get what they want. Um, they'll go ahead and start dating and they don't get specific. And then they're like, oh, I'm just not finding anyone. Well, yeah, no shit, because you're not being specific. It's like going into a store, for instance, I was just shopping at the store. And every time you go to the store, you set an intention. Oh, I'm looking for this, this, and this, and then when I get that, I'm, I'm going to leave. And then there's other times where you don't set a specific of what you're going to find. Like, for instance, you go into Target, and then you start just buying stuff that you don't even need, and then that's where you, it, it starts getting a little messy. So I think that the number one thing before anything is setting your intention. So set your intention of what you want in a partner and also be intentional of how you want to show up in the relationship. Um, it's about being intentional of what you want in a guy. But then also, this is a step that I think a lot of people forget, is also being intentional on how you want to show up, right? Because yeah. So many people are just like, well, he better be this and he better be caring and, you know, have this and have that. And then we're not even, we're not even caring. We're not even compassionate. We still have trauma and, you know, you expect him to give you his full love, but you're still, you know, traumatized from the last relationship. You're like, but I'm not going to go full in. Well, that's not fair. So being intentional about how you want him to be or to show up and how you're also going to be that you know, complimentary. Yeah, exactly. Like for myself, I took six years in between my two relationships, the last one and this one, because I understood that even if it's not my fault that she's a prostitute and she's doing a lot of things uh, and I'm being a good boyfriend, the problem is why did I end up in relationship with a person like that? So you're always the person to blame. So you have to take responsibility that if you are attracting partners that you don't want and a life that you don't want, it's your fault. Once you accept that, now what can you do about it? So you can either complain, stay in that toxic relationship, which is going to lead to another toxic relationship and another toxic relationship, or you can break the pattern. So how do you break the pattern and how do you manifest as fast as you can your dream partner? Why did it take me six years? Because I missed a few steps that extended the process and I knew I was in 100% ready. So let me explain you my journey and she can explain you her journey. But so what I did is when I ended up the last relationship, um, so my last four ex cheated on me. And um, so no matter how hot you think you are, how good you think you are, people will cheat because it's a problem with them, not with you. Then it's your fault because you attracted them and you stayed in that relationship. So from the first time that I detected something, I should have gone out. Like when I learned after two months that she was a prostitute, I should have signed off, I'm out. But I decided to give a chance 
to someone and thinking that they're going to change. And that's what keeps a lot of people in toxic relationship. So what I understood is people don't change unless they want to change. Okay. So they're not going to change for you. They got to change for themselves. And that's the key. You cannot marry or be with someone for their pure potential. They have to show up already and meeting you where you are. So when I ended up the relationship, I put myself some boundaries. I was like, this is what I want from a relationship. And this is what I don't want from a relationship. And I was like, as of now, if someone doesn't respect me, lies or all that stuff, we're done. There's no chance, no going back, no turning back. I show up as my best self. So is the person that should be with me. Then my mistake and why it took me a lot longer to manifest what I wanted. And that's the same guys. This applies for relationship, business, for everything is that I was talking shit about women. So every woman is a whore. Every woman is a liar. And I had proof. I had things to back it up. I just didn't say it like that because I, I felt like it. Like four of my ex cheated. My last one was a pure on prostitute. The previous one also was uh, in the sex industry when uh, right after me. And a lot of girls that I met, I did stripping in the past. I had a lot of friends were in the entertainment industry. So I had tons of facts and data backing up my point that every girl is a whore, every girl is a liar and this and that, and even the good girl. And I was telling that to my friend and that was my everyday talk, everyday speech. So even though I wanted to manifest a dream partner and someone that's honest and is going to support me and be loving and caring, my words and my thoughts for the rest of the time was negative. And no matter who you like, no matter if you're right about your past, you're going to create the same future if you based it on your past. So when I understood that, I think three years ago, I stopped. I made a pact with myself that I would not say that women are whore, that I would not say that all the women are lying and that I would not entertain those thoughts and those um, ideas anymore. And when I stopped doing it, life tested me. So life sent me a few women that were good. They were a good person. They were aligning some stuff. I liked it. I could have been with those women, but it was not to my highest potential. So that's what life is going to do. Life is going to test you. Let's say you want a 10 on 10 on your, and a 10 on 10 doesn't mean in beauty and all that stuff. A 10 on 10, when I talk about that, it's your standard of my perfect relationship should be like this. Okay. So it sent me someone that was a six on 10, seven on 10, and then a nine on 10, and then even a 9.5. It's like the person is almost what you want, but there's a little something missing. And you know, in your gut feeling that you always going to be looking for something else because the person is not exactly what you want. And that's the test is to reject that and be like, Hey, I want this person that gives me all those feeling and that will make me feel and that I can show up my best. Cause that's one thing that, that Sally said that's very important is it's not about how the person come in the relationship. It's who you are with this person. So if I feel like, my partner is always sad and I need to like, if I feel, if it makes me feel that's the important word, a certain way, and I cannot show my best and I can't, I don't think that I can do things a certain way and I cannot be my best self. Then I cannot show up as my best self in the relationship. So once I understood that you also have the concept of if you want a woman of high quality and high value, you need to be a man of high value and high quality. So as of 25, I slept with a lot of women and it was cool. And all my friends, they love to hear the story. Even six years later, they asked me for the stories like, Oh bro, tell me when you, when, when you fuck that girl, when this, it, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't be valued based on that. It's cool story. Fine. It's part of the past. I don't want to talk about it no more. Now I want to attract a woman of high value. So if that woman is looking at Mikey, 24 years old, clapping a lot of cheek, is she proud of having him as his man? Probably not. You know, like it's probably not what a high value woman want in his life. So no matter how cool you think you are clapping all those cheeks, the woman that you want, because guys, I know what you want. 
you don't want to clap cheeks all day. You know it's empty, empty sex. And I, yeah, it's cool. But once you come, you don't want her in your bed. And you probably don't even want to talk to her at dinner. You just can't wait to be at the part that you want. And then that's it. So when this gets boring, because it will get boring very fast, you will want someone that support your dream and help you in every day and that you want to wake up to and that you want to go to bed to. So once I understood that, I became that man. And then matching the frequency, I attracted Sally. And then she will tell you her story and, and how did she manifest her dream partner. Um, you know, just to pick up, to piggyback off of what you're saying, I think that you make some really good points. And I think that one of the biggest issues that I see amongst women is that women hate men. Like, women are out there hating men. And they're just like, men are trash, men, you know, all they want to do is use me for sex. You know, uh, all the good men are taken or gay. Um, and the problem with that is that when you say those kinds of things, you are not attracting your ideal partner. You know, you're literally telling the universe, he's not out there. So you're not going to find him anywhere because you're always going to um, find that reinforcing thought of, you know, some guy comes and he could be the potential, right? But you're completely like phased by the fact that like he's trash. I already know it, right? Um, so you're, you don't even know it, but you're the one that's scaring a, a, away the guys, right? So if you hate men uh, and at the same time want a loving relationship, you attract what you do want, but then also what you don't want. So uh, it, you can't be going back and forth. So you have to truly believe that a good guy is out there. And that's really how you're going to be able to attract um, the man of your dreams. So uh, all of that, you know, hating guys is just trauma because someone made you feel some type of way that you didn't like, whether he cheated on you, whether someone hurt you. It, just because someone hurt you doesn't mean that you have to blame all the guys in the future, right? <laughs> like, like it's not their fault, right? That, you know, Josh, like Josh hurt me and Josh cheated on me and you're just taking out your anger on the future guy. Um, that's why so many of the problems keep coming up until you really resolve that. Not with, not with the person in the past, but with yourself. Because really who you're mad at, going back to what you were saying, mm -hmm. is yourself. Because, you know, the reason why that happened isn't for any reason other than the fact that you allowed it to happen. You know, subconsciously or consciously, you attracted it into your life. Um, <clears throat> so many people, you know, are like, well, this person, this person, this person, and the and I'll go into my story and I'll talk about that. And I blame so much of them for doing this to me, but I didn't sit back and think, why did I, I allow it to happen, right. right? Because if you didn't allow these things to happen, they would have never happened. And it's okay, like maybe you weren't at that place, you weren't at that knowing, right? Like mm -hmm. because you weren't your highest self. Right? Yeah. So you couldn't be like, oh, that's not respectful or that's not right, right? Um, so And before like you go in the story just to, so two things guys that when she was talking that I thought about is forgiveness. So you need to forgive the other person and then you need to forgive yourself for allowing that in your life. And that's, that's what she yeah. said. You're really mad about yourself because you allowed nobody like can make you feel a certain way unless it's you you allowed it in your life yeah. and the other thing that we both don't do is we don't bring any past trauma into this relationship so i don't have any trust issue because it's not because all my ex are cheaters that it makes silly a cheater i never ever check her phone i never doubt of anything because i don't want this relationship like if I have to check my partner's phone and I don't trust her, then I'd rather be alone. 
So don't bring trauma, past trauma, into your current relationship, no matter how you think this is facts. Yep. So go about the story and how you manifest it. Forgiveness is the number one key that will help your relationship prosper. And um, one of the biggest things for me was forgiveness to myself and to the other person. Um, in my past, especially when I first started dating, uh, I was going after, you know, these men. And first of all, when I was like, let's say in my teens, I would go after men who just wanted to have sex, right? And I was like, why don't they want me, right? Um, so then that was one thing. And then on top of it, when I actually started dating, um, that's when I was uh, attracting cheaters, narcissists, like... Uh, people who had no like self-respect for themselves and it's like if they don't even respect themselves how do I expect them to respect me and so I was in a very long relationship um, I did a lot of long relationships in my like early teens or uh, early adulthood and uh, what I learned was that I kept dating my dad so <laughs> What that means is I, I couldn't get out of this circle. I was like, why am I attracting? I, I was attracting the same energy in different people. And I was like, I don't understand. Oh, another narcissist, another you know liar, another cheater, right? And I sat back at, and I'm like, hold on. Why is this happening, right? Um, and life is all about asking the right questions. Instead of asking like, you know, um, uh, why are they like this, right? Because you're never, never going to get an answer. I'm like, wait, why am I like this to attract those people? And I sat back and I went back to my early childhood, which a lot of our trauma comes from our early childhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wait a second you know, um, back home, like my dad, like when I was younger, you know, my mom and dad had their own things, you know, maybe they would yell at each other. Maybe they just didn't have the relationship that I was looking for. And, and my, so my story is when I was younger, um, my dad left the household when I was about 12. Um, so there was no father figure in my life. Um, I was essentially the uh, like head of household, like me and my sister and my mom. And since my mom had to pay the bills, she was out there working. So I had no parents, right? So it was just me raising me. And uh, what ended up happening is because my father was gone, I reached all these achievements. You know, I did band, I did like six sports, I like worked 60 hours. And all what I was looking for is just approval, like to be seen because I was so neglected as a child that I wanted to be seen and I wanted approval from the male figure. So what ended up happening is when I attracted these guys, it didn't matter what they did. They would lie to me. They would uh, cheat on me. They, they were narcissists, but I didn't care because I just wanted their approval. So I sat there. I'm like, oh shit. Well, this reminds me of when I was younger, there must be something wrong with me. So I need to prove myself. And maybe if I am better, he'll stop cheating on me. He'll stop lying to me. He'll stop doing this. And that is not the case. So until you find out the root of the problem, then you're, it's never going to get solved. And I know it's uncomfortable to deal with. That's why no one wants to go there. But when you get there and it's painful, and each time you go there, it's gonna get easier and easier. Like first time you go, you're like, oh my God, this is horrible. And then you go there again, you're like, okay, this isn't that bad. And then you start the healing process. And then that's where the end stops. And you start attracting men that you actually want to be with because you know that, you know, this is not for me and then this is for me. Um, so I think that that was one of the biggest things for me is forgiveness. And then another thing is uh, self-respect. So you talked about this. Um, a lot of people, you know, they date people that, I, th I think that a lot of people just settle, you know? And I think that that's one of the reasons that people also cheat because they're looking for something 
else that's out there. They're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I, I love my person, but like, ask yourself, why do you, why is it that you want other women, right? And it's for two reasons. Either you're missing something inside of yourself or your partner also is missing uh, something in them too. Because for instance, I could say that I'm living every day to my highest potential that I can, and so is mine. So what happens is I see you, you know, doing all these things and I'm like, wow, I'm so attracted to them. You know, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing that. And then I'm also very fulfilled because I'm fulfilling my highest purpose. So what happens is um, people think that, oh, well, my partner's not enough. So maybe another girl will be enough. Well, no, that's not true. Really what they're missing is maybe, you know, a lot of people settle for beauty, right? Let's say, because men like hot girls. Mm-hmm. They see a girl who's really hot, but then let's say the beauty fades and then they're not really doing anything they love. They're cranky, they, they're always fighting. Do you want to be with that person? No. So then you start looking outside of yourself. And then also mm. a lot of men, I've seen a lot of studies, the reason why they also cheat is just because they're not fulfilled with themselves. Yeah, beauty will fade. Like that that's one thing that you need to become comfortable with. So unless you want to be like, and there's nothing wrong about it if that's what you want, but 50 and dating a 20-year-old, I understood that a 20-year-old has nothing to offer me. Um, they're beautiful and they are where they are in the journey. But the problem for me is I don't want to have meaningless conversation and life experience will bring you like it will bring out of women at their peak value. So the thing is, because she lived before, because she did things, because she experienced life, um, she became a woman of, of value. It's the experience and the knowledge that she accumulated and the person that she became that is attractive. So the thing is, you can add old resentment for her past because her past makes her. And then the thing is, I was there too. If I'm trying to date a 20 year old, if I think about myself when I was 20, it's like, not that I was a bad person. I was a really good person. I had the same heart and and stuff. It's just so like so much less experience and and less knowledge and all that good stuff. Like, it's like if I became a father at 22, 23, there's nothing wrong about becoming a father at that age. But if I compare of the value I can give to my child now at 31, versus then is the same thing as if I compare the value that I can provide as a man for her. And that's why a lot of women are dating older men because most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, men that age, uh, they lose interest in sex a little bit. They're more, they understood that that meaningless sex is not bringing anything and they're trying to be their highest self, they're on a mission to bringing something else to the world. Like they're doing business, companies, they want to have a family. So women are like, wow, that's what I want. And, and then you can do that too at a, at a young age to find the right woman, but you need to show up as your best self already and understand that by serving your woman the best that you can. So that's what I do. It's like, if I want her to show up as her best, I provide the right environment to do so. So I'll share knowledge, I'll make her feel secure, feel love. It's like, you cannot do that if you're not vulnerable. So if you're not showing emotion uh, towards your, your girlfriend, then she cannot feel secured and understand. And that I think is the one, number one thing that women want is no matter how much money you have and no matter what you have to offer, and I've seen tons of women cheat on guys that have a lot of money. The thing is, the, the guys probably don't care about them and stuff. Women want to feel understood and valued and respect, same as men. Yeah. So. And by the way, I think that uh, a lot of people are, like men also, they're like, oh, she's so in her masculine. And mm-hmm. that's another topic in itself, but... Women are so in their masculine because they're lacking the masculine. We, we do want to feel respected. We want to feel loved. We want to be nourished. And when we feel that, when we feel, I 
think the number one thing is security too. Like security yeah. in, hey, my man can provide. Hey, my man is there for me. Hey, my man's not going anywhere. Then women soften up. You'll be surprised how fast your woman will soften up because of the fact that she feels secure. Um, so that's yeah. why it's so important for everyone to have their own role, um, for a guy to be in his masculine and a woman to be in their feminine. And it's not going to happen right away. It may take some time because everyone has their own thing mm -hmm. going on. Uh, but when you come together and you like establish those roles and like what's needed and nourish the relationship naturally you guys will fall into you your natural yeah if we go into the role of like men and women because we are equal in terms of respect and what we deserve but we're not equal in terms of what we can accomplish and we share different value a woman will be in a very high masculine state when she's chasing business 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 uh and she's not selling down. That's why they say that a woman will reach her full potential also when she has kid because she tuned in her divine feminine energy of nurturing. And that's why they say a man, when he finds the woman of his life, will become like a child. And when she finds the right man, she'll become like a mother. And then you, it's not, you need to keep, like there's a whole book about keeping also the sexual attraction when you uh, get those roles. Uh, that's a whole different podcast, but this is the energy of settling and being a real alpha man is not about um, forcing your women to do things or, or all that stuff. It's about having her surrender. It's not about dominating, it's surrender. So she's surrendered to your energy because she feels safe and she feels like you will take the best decision. So she has her area of life where she take decision and where she's whole and complete but in order for the relationship to function there need to be a balance so for us it's she trusts me that for the family i'm the leader of the pack and i've seen all the successful relationship that i've seen that with alpha men and 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 and, and women that are nurtured and all that stuff it all goes like that um, you can make your own rule for your relationship. That is by my experience and my own relationship. What works the best is she trusts me to make a good decision. So if I say that we're moving to another state, she's okay with it. Am I forcing the decision on her? No, we'll be talking about it and I'll raise my point why I want to do the move. And then at the end, she believes that is the best decision for the family. Then she will surrender and, and do the thing. I'm not trying to force her things but she trusts me that if I'm like, hey, let's do this, it's best for family. And then she has her opinion. She can raise her gut feeling or something like, hey, babe, I don't want to move to Texas. Like, what, what do you think about Dubai or Bali? And then you discuss. At the end of the day, you'll make the right decision. And it's like we're balancing opinion. But if we have to move fast, I can make the decision because she trusts me. And she won't argue if a man feels like he needs to explain every decision, he's going to replace you because you have to surrender and trust is higher self. And it's the same in other area of life where I trust her and I don't want to have to like the reason why I would make kid with Sally is because I trust her to be a good mother. I trust her to take care of the family. I trust her to nurture the kid. I trust her for a lot of thing in life. If there's no trust, then the man will replace you. And so I can talk as a man, but the thing is she will give her own perspective as a woman. I think that trust is one of the biggest things. And it just goes back to, um, you know, being best friends, right? Mm -hmm. Like think about your best friend. If you don't trust your best friend, you should not be friends with them, right? Um, you know, if, if your best friend is talking shit about you, you should not be best friends with them, right? If, if you feel like you have to pull teeth with your best friend, you should not be with them. I think that one of the best relationships that I've seen is where they are best friends, um, but then also they, they know their part in the relationship right? Because mm. the moment that I try to do your part, 
then like shit hits the fan, right? <laughs> because because I know, I, I think that one of the biggest things too um, is knowing your strengths. So I know that I'm good at this, this, and this. I know my weak parts and maybe Mike, you are good at the, my weak parts and his strengths are this, this, and this. So instead of us trying to, like let's say instead of Mike trying to become better at his weakness that I have a strength in, well why not if both of us worked on our strengths, we would be taken so much further. Um, so I think that uh, it's very important. Everyone's different, you know. We're not saying, oh, you should live the way that we live. We're mm-hmm. saying that you guys as a relationship, which by the way, should you should always sit down at the beginning and really establish those roles. Because if you don't, then like someone's going to start doing something and they don't like that, right? <clears throat> so sit down and establish your roles. But also, before you even get in the relationship, is talk about your values, your core mm-hmm. values. If you do not have the same core values, I'm sorry, as much as you love them, as much as you want it to work, it will not work, right? Because um, Mike's highest potential and mine is different. Let's say he wants to travel the world all year round and I am you know, okay in my cozy little apartment and I hate to travel, right? Mike's going to start having resentment towards me and be like, you messed up my life because of you. I couldn't do this, that, and that, right? So uh, one of the most important things is that I saw in Mike is that he had some of the biggest core values that I did, you know? Spirituality was important to him. He read. Um, he was super into fitness, right? Uh, I, as a personal trainer, by the way, firsthand I've seen it. In relationships, I trained a lot of girls. They would come to me and they would like instantly buy big packages. And they would be in a relationship and then their boyfriend would always try to get them to train. And they hated it. They're like, ugh, like he just wants me to do this. They would break up. Get me as fit as possible too. And then they only do it afterwards. But they're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're doing it to try to get him back. But it's not even their core values because they didn't even care about fitness begin with right so it's like people won't want people will only change when they want to change and if they do it for the wrong reason it will only last for so long as two personal trainer we can tell you that those little sparks of change is not going to be lasting and um core value is super important so that's like it's so funny because as a guy when i was going on dating app or not so often i was there because i have big social media so I was communicating with girl mostly with Instagram and they were like, what are you looking for? Well, I don't even know you. So obviously I have a physical attraction. That's the first thing. So if you ask me right now, I probably want to sleep with you. And the girl is the same. You're attracted to someone. That's the first thing because I don't even know you. So what, what do I want? I certainly don't want to marry you. I don't know you. And I think people get in relationship way too fast. If you don't want to, one thing I stopped doing when I was young, I was just having sex. Now what I was telling them is, hey, I want to get to know you. Like, come have a tea, go for a hike, do something, and I want to get to know you. And I was taking my time. Like, the last person before Sally, I dated the girl. And I only say date after a few months when I feel like I'm trying to get in a relationship. At the beginning, we're not dating. I'm just getting to know you. You do you, I do me. I'm getting to know you. I want to see how you behave and stuff like that. People try to settle down way too fast. They don't even know the person. That's why relationships don't last more than a year because the first year the person will change because she was in themselves and you were not yourself. You were trying to be what the person wanted. So I love to take my time. I love to do things with the person, travel, go eat, do different, see the person in a different um, area of life and see how I want, if it's matching with me. And discussing core value and hey do you want kid and not only do you want kid because that's a lot of like women ask this question but how do you want to raise your kid so my kid won't go to school so if my woman is not um okay with this then it's gonna be a huge uh arguments in the few in the years coming so why would you try to settle down if someone has very different belief than you And if the person has a whole different religion, that's another thing. Like 
a girl I saw in Los Angeles, she had a whole different religion, which I respect. You can have whatever religion you want, but when you're trying to be in a relationship, it's not going to fit because her whole identity and whole belief system is around a religion and I'm not. So same thing if I value health, spirituality, and all those things, and Sally has nothing of that, no matter how good is the blowjob, it's not going to last. So the thing is, another thing is, at the beginning, at the beginning, you might not end up with your best sex. So that's a very huge problem that I talk with a lot of girls. Fortunately, I manifested the girl that was my best sex, but I knew what I wanted, and she was matching all the other stuff. And it's okay if, even if, the person, and it goes both ways, doesn't please you how you want to be pleased at first, right? My friend, I'm like, oh, but bro, it's sex is not so good. Why don't you communicate it with her? Like, if she's going to be your partner, why don't you have a conversation and drop your mask and your ego and, 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 and not trying to hurt the person? It's, there's way, it's like, your head is terrible, you fucking suck at this, literally. But like, <laughs> it's like, why don't you communicate, hey, I would love if you could do this, this. When you do that, it really turns me on. It really, and then you, sex is a whole nother topic of like, you want to have communication in every sphere of your life. And a lot of guys, I know, because I, I have a lot of friends like that, and it's like, they're so focused on sex that they're missing the key. And that's why you see a lot of men changing women, women, because you need to develop. They don't know how to communicate yeah. On every aspect, so... Yeah, a lot of uh, guys uh, are very bad at communicating, and even girls. I think even yeah. us as humans, you know, we're really bad at communication because of the fact that we're so used to having a mask, or we're also not used to having conflict. I mean, it's not very often that you have to approach someone about something, but when you're with a partner and you're going to be with them for a very long time, trust me, if you're going to be with them for a very long time, you better get used to communicating, right? Uh, because then if not, it's going to be very awkward because it's like there's a big elephant in the room. Like, let's say, <coughs> Mike, you do something that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Every single time, I promise you, because I've had, you know, times where I've done this, where it's like every single time that you see that person, you're thinking about that one thing that you don't like that you can't voice to them, you know? And then you're just like, you're just constantly reminded about it until you actually communicate to them. And you'd be surprised, you know, our, our, our um, belief is that, but if I tell him, he, what if he doesn't like me? What if like we have to end the relationship? What if this happens? It's all about these what ifs, mm -hmm. right? You don't know until you actually do it. You'd be surprised. It might turn out better than you expected. Let's say I tell him, I don't like when you do that. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I had no mm -hmm. idea. He might not even be aware that he was doing something that bothered me. Um, so I think it's very important to really communicate because of the fact that if you don't... Um, it's going to build up. Yeah, First, it's going to build up resentment. You're going to explode. You're going <clears> to <throat> keep changing people and the same problem will arise. And it's just going to make your your um, relationship like really sucky. Like Again, yeah. what if you can't tell your best friend about something? Right? That's why people have a lot of superficial <laughs> relationships without really building these amazing yeah. bonds that you guys are capable of building. And when you guys get across that, it's so beautiful. Like knowing that I could tell you anything and you're not judging me. Yeah, right? the thing is, if you feel like you can't say to your woman and it can be anything, like I've, I've raised emotion and feeling towards um, that maybe we're not pleasing for Sally to hear. Like as a man, we have desire, like we're very instinctive, right? So a woman could be like that too. And the thing is, I can talk as a man. It's like, if you're lying to a woman and you say that, oh, you're not attracted to any other woman and, 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 and stuff like that, it's okay to see your woman as a high value and, and want to desire sex with her. But David Data says it that you might, and it's a very high probability that you still be attracted to other human because we're not made for monogamy. You choose monogamy because it's the best way to have a union with someone. In the ideal world, I believe that we shouldn't, uh, it's like you're not trying to control and pos like possess someone. Like 
she's mine, I own her. It's not, it's not like that. And if I can communicate my feeling and that sometime I would have uh, either an attraction or something and, and it's not saying like, oh, I would fuck that girl, like, that's disrespectful. But saying that, hey, babe, sometimes I feel this type of way and that I know that I'll feel listened and heard and that we can talk about it and she won't. And, and it's not always pleasing to hear. And, and same thing, if she's like, oh, when you, when you do this in, in bed, it's, it's not good. Instead of having your ego triggered, why don't you just wait a minute and hear what the person has to say? And you might be doing things a certain way. It can be in um, sex or other topic because of your experience. So maybe you pleased a t tons of girl like that. Or maybe the fact that she was doing something with other men, it was like her ex loved it, but maybe I don't. So the thing is, instead of being triggered and, oh, but you should like it. No, she doesn't like it or you don't like it. So hear your partner out and make sure that you adjust because you're in relationship with them, not with other people. So like she said, if it's not like your best friend and, and, and on every topic, like if I'm feeling a certain way about my business or anything, if I feel like I can't trust her and communicate with her, then she shouldn't be my partner. Then, then it's, it's, it's not good. based on trust and also communication. Yeah. Those are, I think, the biggest things. Yeah, there was a, there was a quote that made me laugh. Uh, I don't know who was saying it. I think it was a stand-up comic, and he was saying, like, um, men are looking for the best blowjob and this and that, but, bro, you're going to spend 95% of your time talking, so why don't you find a woman that's interesting when she talks, not when she, her mouth is busy doing something else? And... And I was like, wow, this is so true. It's like, if you, if you don't pick the right woman and she annoyed the fuck out of you the rest of the time, bro, you're in a bad, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. And, and if you're only chasing that, then you need to revise and work on yourself before you can show up best in a relationship. So I know that in order not to hurt women, I had to become the best version of myself in order to show up best in my relationship. Because sometimes you could meet the best partner and the right partner for you, just not at the right time. And you hear that often. And just let them go. Don't try to hold them. If you love someone, you want what's best for her. If I don't think I could provide what's best for Sally, I would let her go. And I would tell her to find the right partner for her. And I did with a, I had love for a girl in Canada. And I was like, we're just not meant to be together. Like, I love you, I let you go. And, and you should do the same. Like, let me go and that's it. Like, cause love, if you're not meant love for each is other, not is not enough. Love Sex is not enough. enough. There, it needs to be a whole, um, a whole bundle. Yeah. And I have a whole video also on being a, a O versus a C, trying to attach to another C and complete. We're both complete person. I don't need Araceli. She doesn't need me. I choose Sally, which is way deeper. That's choosing funny. someone instead of needing someone and I, being lonely. <laughs> I think the whole thing about like and it, it's weird because society wants to program in you all that feminist stuff and and that joker relationship and all that stuff like what what the fuck is going on like where are we going with this this is not real relationship like I own you and I treat you like shit but I program you to be with me this is not being a real man and I had a lot of uh, friends, like girls, that they were with very rich and powerful men and they left the relationship because at one point money and all that is not good because they were controlling. So I think what a woman really prays the most is love. Like mm -hmm. what they're really looking for is love because I know women and I myself have been with people who they're amazing or they have money or all these things 
but it doesn't make me happy. So ultimately you might be happy for a while, but eventually if you're being neglected, it's in our nature, our feminine nature, to give love and to get love, to fully flourish <coughs> to who we're mm -hmm. supposed to be. And again, if you don't feel, if you're not in an environment that you feel that uh, is needed in order to grow, you're not. Right. Yeah. So again, that is why. And you should you should love your partner like, and you should nurture that love. And and one thing um, that a lot of experts say in relationship, and that proved to be true, is why don't you date your wife for the rest of your life? Why does it need to become a monotone relationship? So the things that you both fell in love at the beginning, that was like charming, doing the little thing, communicating, trying to be your best self for that person, then once you ever. You stop doing that. A lot of people stop trying. And they're stuck. So because they're trying to make Yeah. Like, like I, I'm trying to impress Mike. So I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to be my, my best self. Why don't you try being your best self, but like all year round, forever, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that's how you keep the relationship spicy because he's going to be so attracted to me. Like, wow, her body keeps getting better. She's emotionally maturing. You know, she's learning things. Like, you cannot... <clears throat> not be attracted to yeah. someone who's constantly evolving. People stop uh, being attractive because it's like, yeah. you let yourself go, you don't do anything. You know, you stopped learning when you uh, uh, got your diploma, right? You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So it's like, it's kind of hard to be attracted to someone who's, yeah. who's in a bad state. And the thing is, so now I'm gonna to speak to women personally, like in order for me to be attracted to you, it's not only your body and stuff. This, this first impression, good, I'm attracted. I want to have physical interaction with you. That's good. Now let's sit and talk. And if you have nothing to provide and either you're showing up too much as you're mas masculine, you're not going to surrender, you're, not, we, like, you're trying to be strong and all that stuff, I won't be attracted because I'm like, wow, I'm going to be fighting with that woman. Like It's going to be like an energy fighting of who surrendered to who and this and that. I don't want this. Like... And they'd be like, a lot of women would be like, oh, but when my men, like when I'll find the right man, I'll surrender. No, you need to be ready to surrender before. It's like trying to feel rich. It's like, I'll feel rich when I have money. You need to feel it before if you want to attract money. So same thing with your partner. You need to be before. And if I want to be attracted to you, you need to provide other thing than just your body. And you need to show up your best self. And it's not about trying to be controlling, but it's the same as if I was always posting about my body and my dick and this and that for no purpose, and she's always posting about her, 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 her boobs and her ass on social media and showing up and all that shit. It's not interesting. It's not appealing. So a lot of women are like, oh, you're just a controlling man. No, I want a woman that respects herself. Why are you doing this? If you're being 100% honest with yourself, you want attention and validation. This is not cool. And as a high value man, I see it and I don't like it. And it's not trying to be controlling because I don't tell her how she should dress and I don't tell her how, which, which bikini she should wear because I trust my woman. I know that she do it for, because she feel good, she wanna have a tan or this and that, but I, if I feel like she's trying to show up to the whole world for no reason except attention, and if she would feel that I do the same, she wouldn't be attracted. So the thing is, all those women are like, Oh, but this man is just controlling, but this man is this. No, we just see through that thing. I can see through what you're projecting and I don't like it. Like it's not going to be fulfilling. So bring something good to the table, bring value, bring nurturing aspect, bring respect, communication. Like that's what is going to make a man stay. If you respect me and you don't doubt every decision, if you communicate and you nurture me and you tell me you love me and you're vulnerable and you hear me when I talk, it's all about that. And then the rest of the relationship will build. Yeah, and you know, uh, I'll speak for uh, men or two men. Uh, it's the same thing that the women do. On the contrary, is they. Uh, are just flashing so they're wanting attention and women or a high value woman don't like that like yes I understand like a lot of men that I dated the first thing that they would do is show me 
what I have, the flashy cars, the, the big houses, I have this much money in the bank account, whatever. And it's just like, you sit there and you are, you don't even realize you are attracting the wrong girl. You are attracting someone who is going to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Because the people that see that, like, like if, if that's the way that you're presenting that to me, then any girl is going to be like, ooh, well, he has this and this and this. They're going to take advantage of you. What, if you're trying to attract a high-value woman, you're not trying to show her with the things that you have, but who you are. I think that's very important because if you show me who you are and you start off with that, then the rest is just a plus, mm-hmm. right? So I think that that's one of the most important things is just be real. Like, why did social media give you this this image, I think especially in this um, modern day society, mm-hmm. like because so many guys see, oh, well, all the guys with the flashy cars and the, the yachts and stuff, they're getting all these beautiful women. Yeah, but you don't realize what's actually going on in the inside. You know, those yeah. girls are probably taking from them or, you know, they're treating them like shit. I've seen it, guys, I've seen it. I've literally seen girls treat guys like shit, right? Um, so uh, start with who you are and impress people that way and you're going to attract the right person into mm-hmm. your life. Stop trying to pretend to be someone that you're not. So let's talk about money. So the rules about money in your relationship is only about your relationship, okay? So what I'm going to say apply for our relationship and then it's working and then other marriage or other relationship are working differently and it's okay. So for us, what's working, and as a man, I don't like to pay for a woman at the beginning, okay? So if we're communicating, and I rejected women straight off the bat from it, book my flight, I'm coming. You know, you book your own flight. You're a grown-up girl. Book your flight, use your own money, because when you're going to be at my apartment, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for the lunch. I'll do this, that, that. So why don't you participate? And as a man... If you women show up and I pay for the big dinner or whatever because I appreciate you and then you pay for the movie theater, it's okay. It's showing me that you don't take it for granted and I'm going to pay for everything and that you just want to participate. And if I make more money than you, then it's okay for me to pay for some stuff. But I don't pay for any girl. I pay for my woman. So until you're my woman, I don't pay for your shit. And that has to be clear. It's not because I'm cheap. It's because I don't like to be taken advantage of. And I want you to prove me that you deserve it. I work hard for my money. I made that thing. So I'm not just going to pay a trip for you because you're hot. I'm not just going to pay meal. I stopped doing that. I stopped bringing girls to the restaurant for the first time when I was 22 because I understood that I was just paying bills. And then girls was... She was not even asking to split the bill, not even, she was even going to the bathroom, like all those girls, like on their phone when the bill come and all that stuff and just expect you to pay, not, most of them not even thankful. It's like, what, what you think? Like, you feel so entitled that I should pay your bill and then you want equality? Equality means that you pay your own bill. You're a grown up girl, pay your bill. And if you deserve and we are in a relationship, then I can start taking the bill or if I appreciate you. So I never any opposition of paying bill for friends that like girls that are friends that come to dinner with me that I know that they're not there for my money and they don't take advantage. And Sally has been like there and I, I would still take bill and she doesn't feel threatened if it's a friend of mine. And I even offered free trip to friend of mine because I knew that they couldn't pay, but we've been friends for three years. It's okay. It's on me. She's not even my girlfriend. I'm not dating her. Sharing money is okay. I am not a cheap guy, but if we're just starting and you expect me to pay for everything. And I told a bunch of my girlfriends, like uh, friends that are girl, don't treat guys like that. No guys wants to be treated like a, like a bank account. Provide and show your value and then it will be my pleasure to bring you in trips, pay for meal, do things in our relationship. Sally make good money. She pay half of the rent and she pay half of the bill. I'll pick up most of the restaurant uh, bill. I'll pay for a lot of stuff. She's going to pay, let's say, for hotels 
af af with me and flights and then I'll cover restaurants and stuff. She makes good money. If I make more money and I want to force my lifestyle on that person, then you should pay for the lifestyle that the person can't afford. But when you're building a family, a unity, you shouldn't pay for everything. Giving an example of my previous relationship, why I developed that is because I ended up the relationship with a bankruptcy. She had a hundred thousand in her bank account. How is that fair? And before you were like, oh no, a man would pay for everything. And men are like, oh, I provide for women. You're fucking stupid. That's what you are. You're wasting your money and you're not showing off your money like that is not going to bring you a girl of value. It should be nice and equal. And when the right woman come, you'll be willing to pay. If you make more money, it's okay to pay. There's, there's no problem. Like <clears throat> for a house and all that stuff, talking about money, I provided all the money for the house. I provided all the money for the furniture and this and that. And then Sally, for the furniture to participate, she's refunding me the money half half. And it's okay because she's participating in the bill. I think that the biggest thing that you're saying is participation. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, speaking on the other woman's half, let's say a lot of women sometimes aren't in a good financial uh, situation. Let's put it mm -hmm. like that, right? Let's say it's like, oh, my man makes way more than me. I think that the biggest thing is part to participate. So I think a lot of women just, guys, I've been out there, I've heard stories. Women do treat guys like bank accounts. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just don't, that doesn't sit right <clears throat> with me. You're a human being, right? With feelings. It's not okay to treat people like that mm -hmm. in any sort of circumstance. And one of the biggest things I learned is a lot of people will say, well, hey, you know, maybe I am a stay-at-home mom, right? Maybe you can't provide financially. That's okay, but participate. And what I mean by that is, let's say your, your man is providing in certain areas. Well, okay, what can I do to also participate in this relationship? You know, maybe you can do, uh, maybe just taking care of the kids is enough, right? That's what your, your man cares yeah. about. Maybe, you know, it's doing a little bit of chores. Maybe it's doing something nice for him, etc. But sometimes people just take it for granted. <clears throat> it's like, he's just going to pay for everything and I don't have to do shit, but just be pretty and do nothing. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. I think everyone yeah. should, and this goes back to the roles. So if you are not in a situation to, let's say, uh, provide financially, provide <clears throat> in another way. Cherish your man. Yeah. Give, maybe all he wants is just attention, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe you're just on your phone and being ungrateful. And if you're if you're blessed enough, girl, to get a... So it's so funny because I see a lot of videos. I want a six-figure man. Chill down. You know how many six-figure men are there out there? You know how many single women? You're competing against a lot of women for very little men that are making six figure. So you need to change your value. And I want a, I want a seven figure man making millions. So what do you have to provide to that man? And it might not be money, but what do you have to provide except a used... Of equal or greater value in a different perspective. Yeah, it's you only have a used body and used uh, pussy. So what else do you bring to the table? Like, this is so funny when, like, what else are you providing? Before asking for a high value man that makes a lot of money, what are you providing to that man? And most of the time, once the man care about you, he doesn't care about paying. It's, it's okay. But if you think you're going to come in the relationship and just take advantage and, oh, he has money, he's going to pay for the maid, pay for everything. And I just sit there and be pretty and this and that, and I don't care. And you take it for granted. You're not going to be there for a while. It's, this is fading very fast because what you're bringing to the table, which is beauty, Thanks. is going to last very short. Your peak, you're 25. After that, you're out. That's why Leo DiCaprio has the thing about 25. They he date them up to the 25 because he only wants appearance. So once, once it fades to the next model that is 20 up to 25 and then you switch. And a lot of women only work on the outside uh, because of the fact that they think that that's what's attracting mm -hmm. those guys. But if you guys stick around to look at trends, let's say, you know, he keeps you around and then eventually he replaces you because you were just a pretty face. Yeah. So if he was just a, if you were just a pretty face and it starts fading, okay, on to the next. Be how irreplaceable. About, like, yeah, how, how about you work on things that no one can replace? <clears throat> your integrity, you know, mm -hmm. what you do for him, you know, your loving affection. Those are things that if he replaces you, he can't get elsewhere, right? Yeah, like there was a... So I saw a video about Messi. 
famous soccer player. And the thing is, he's like, nobody can be my wife. And there's probably harder women than his wife if you're talking about the beauty standard or whatever. But he doesn't want any other woman. And the reason is because his women provide something that other women cannot provide for him. So it's not all about beauty because your men will keep you for longer. So let's say she's going to be the most beautiful woman and then she'll become the mother of my kid and this and that and we'll age together. So that, that is beautiful. But in terms of physical appearance, when she's going to be 35, can I find a hotter girl? And yeah, yeah, a 22-year-old girl will probably be more beautiful in terms of beauty standard. But with the bond that we have, what she provides, how she nurtures the relationship, she's the mother of my kid and all that stuff, this is irreplaceable. So that's why you'll keep a woman. So coming back to the aspect, if you um, don't make as much money, how can you help your men build businesses? How can you provide with, for the family so taking care of the kid, that's one thing. If you don't want to do that or whatever, it's like every relationship works what works for you guys. So I know for me, I'll hire a nanny and, and this and that because she wants to build businesses and she's going to help me to build my business and she already did for Road to Abundance. So the thing is, I want one woman to be smart, to be providing at, that I can count on her. And it, it's funny because I had a friend and I was talking with him and his girlfriend, well, yeah, it was his girlfriend. She's like, you don't share anything with me. All your business idea, unless you're drunk, you don't talk to me about it. And then I look at him and I'm like, so why are you with that woman? If you feel like she cannot bring anything to you, like you, you don't even share anything. And then sure enough, when he came back, he broke up the relationship. There was other reason, but if you don't feel like you can share everything with your partner and she doesn't bring value. So when I, when I'm sharing business idea with Sally and when I'm doing things, I know she's a smart woman and she can provide intake and different perspective as a woman that me as a man, I don't see. So she will help me to build business. And I'm always joking around that she will work for me. Um, in terms of at a certain point when my empire will be so big, I will need her to have my back and, and do that. So if you look at men like Andy Frizella, uh, Aubrey Marcus, um, Tony Robin, Grant Cardone, their women are as powerful as them, but in a different role. And they're proud to say that they help their men and there's no pride, Grant Cardone say it all the time, I couldn't have done it without her and probably Tony Robin the same and probably Obermarcus the same is your woman is like, she's here. So anytime that you need to have her as a support, you need to know that she's there. So as a woman, that's what you should provide to a man and whatever your man is looking for. So now we're talking about building wealth and this and that, but it's not everybody that want to have empire and this and that. So whatever you want. If you both want to just have, like, it's okay to just make 50,000 a year if that what makes you happy. And then what is your guy's ideal relationship? I want to live in the wood. I want to just have a cottage and I want to have a beautiful family and this and that. I want to, I want to grow my own veggie or we both want to work a nine to five and then we do this. Whatever fits you, but you both should be aligned. That's, that's the key of the talk. It's like, discuss it. Um, it's, it's in okay. advance. It's okay if it takes you a while. Like for instance, how do you know, okay, what is that or what kind of life you want to build? You only find that out through experience. It's not mm -hmm. like, you know, you're 15, you're like, I, well, I feel like I knew like right off the bat that there's not so many people that know exactly what they <clears> want out of this life. And that's why experience is so important. A lot of people will be young and be like, I still haven't found my partner or they're, they're, they barely just put themselves out there. And they're like, I can't find the man. And I'm like, okay, how many dates did you go on? Two, but I, it's just, not, I'm like, chill. Like you need yeah. to go through experience, especially if right off the bat, you don't know what you want. <clears throat> you need to experience what you don't want in order to experience what you do want. I could say, all right, because I, I went on this date, I saw a couple things I didn't like. Great. Now I know. So for in the future, as soon as I see that, it's a red flag to me. Sorry, no go. And it gets easier dating over time because of the fact that you can cut off those red flags <clears throat> so that it's an automatic no. It gets faster and you're yeah. like, 
like when I met Mike, like I told him, like I wrote an entire list because I went on the dates. I um, was single for two years uh, before I met him where I, I just completely strictly did it to work on myself. And because of that experience, I know what I wanted in myself. So I know what I wanted in someone else. And so when Mike comes along, I look at my list and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Everything looks great. So it was a go for me. So uh, don't be so hard on yourself if you haven't found your partner. Uh, it does take a while of you working on you in order to know what you want in someone else. Yeah, and it, it's, it's funny because there's often like something that people say like, oh, I didn't expect it. I found love when I didn't expect it. That's exactly how life works. When you stop caring about how, 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 and you let the universe work for you. So the thing is when you let go, you have to make the demand of what you want. What you want, you make a list. So Sally has a list here. It's like everything you want, you don't want in a man. You do the list and then you let the universe take care of it. And then you need to feel good. A lot of people are chasing, chasing love, chasing this, chasing that. Why don't you be yourself, be you, live your life and the right person will come at the right time. Yes. And if you're if you're heartbreak right now and, and you're just out of a relationship, there will be another person. I know you don't believe it right now. He's the only one. I want him back. No, it was meant to happen. And the reason is that you should grow from that relationship. And you know what? If that person is really meant for you, she will come back. We were with a couple that they've been married for 20 years, I think, or they've been together for 20 years and they broke up a few times and now they're still together because they found themselves and they just started when they were too young. I believe that a real relationship like you only know yourself so good when you're like when you're older that's why people often find the love of their life when they're older because they're like now I know what I want and that person match it and then boom you can find it when you're very young it's it's less likely to happen but it can happen you never know you're the own creator of your life but what I would say is focus on yourself and when the person that is meant for you is ready and aligning with your energy she will come in your life and stop trying to control it, trying to forcing dates and this and that, because it doesn't happen. You'll meet where, I don't know. Stop asking how and just do you and put the frequency in the universe and let it surprise you. It might be, you might be going on a dinner with your girlfriends and the guy will see you like Matthew McGonaghy. He was like, I saw my wife. She, it was, he was not on a date with her. She was having dinner with her girlfriends and he was like, she's the one. He went up and he's like, let's go on a date. So you never know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen when you let go. You need to yeah. put the frequency, manifest it and let it come. And I think that number one is for sure, like intention. Like I have my list. I set the intention. I know exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. Number two is after that, let it go, right? Let it go as if you already have it because you wouldn't be so like attached to it if you already had it. If, if my partner, Mike, he's already here, I'm not thinking of, oh, is he gonna have this? It's already done, right? Let it, let it in the hands of the universe that it's gonna happen. And then number three is just, now that you have it, work on yourself. And at that right moment, when you least expect it, you're gonna out of a sudden match that frequency of what you're asking for and boom, before you know it, it manifested. Yeah, so for today, I think we, we went long enough on, on the topic. That's uh, how our relationship worked. That's how we attracted each other and that's how we maintain a healthy relationship and balance. So figure out what's working for you um, and what's working is gonna work and, and put it in the universe. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope that we provided some information that maybe could be helpful for you. And we'll have other talk like that on different aspect but that was the first one about like kind of how we attracted each other and what we both value in, in a partner i hope you guys take this advice and go manifest your dream partner